This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to everyone, wherever you are in the world as you listen in. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing, and I'm Judith Bryles, the book shepherd. And with me again is Amy Collins. And originally we planned on doing a variation. We wanted to do a continuation of the uh, the inside, uh, some of the scoop that's coming along with the Amazon marketing services. But they Amazon would like us all to wait for the official launch um, and is not doing any additional interviews, which will be May 1st. And that's only a- exactly a couple of days away. But what we can do is get into Amazon and deep dive because a lot of people still think that it's tainted. And I, I just had conversations. Um, I was doing the keynote for the Northern Colorado Writers Association, and people were just appalled that Amazon took 55% in the of the retail price and they they just thought it was outrageous and I, you know my response was get over it it is a typical discounting that you'll see from warehouses and distribution and a variety of other things what the beauty of the amazon is that whatever you set your retail prices, that's what they stick with the discount on. So if they decide to sell it at $12.02 all day and your book is really retailing at $20, that's what you posted, they're going to pay 45% to you for every book sale based on your original $20 or $9 versus 45% of $12.02. So Amy and I are going to deep dive into some of the myths, some of the realities, how some of the tools that Amazon has um, that you should be tapping into, as well as we want to hit on Goodreads, which a lot of people don't know is owned by Amazon. But Amy has a take on that, is why Goodreads keeps separate with that. So Amy, welcome back to Author You. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, There's a lot going on at Amazon. I I don't know how we're going to squeeze it all in in the next hour, but I'm sure we'll try. We always do. We tap dance through it, don't we? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So as we, you know, May 1st is coming, but we're we're deep in the heart, at least as of right now, um, as we come to the tail end of April. And so thinking of April showers, what should we, if, if Amy, let's take it from this. Um, I'm brand new. I am green, 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 our listener is. What should they be doing before, before their book is even ready in a setup with Amazon? Well, there's a couple of things that I always suggest that people do. You started out the hour talking about the finances. The, the dollars and cents of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I love when you tell people to get over it, but it's even more than that. You need to fully understand what it is that you're paying for, what it is you're getting for what you're paying, and you need to understand to the penny where each of your 
marketing, distribution, and sales dollars are going. And when you're dealing with Amazon, if you choose to go print-on-demand, Amazon will buy your book from you at a 40% discount. And if you choose to go through Amazon Advantage, Amazon will buy your book from you at a 55% discount. And the reason why they only pay you either a retail discount or a wholesale discount, you know, those are pretty deep numbers for people who aren't familiar with the industry, but they're very common numbers. Bookstores will charge you 40% to put your book on their shelves. Amazon will charge you 40% to put your book on their screens. Wholesalers and people who handle all of the logistics and the shipping and the, the, the mailing out of books and who have to warehouse your books and, and pay people to drag them around and to keep them safe and they pay insurance and all of those things, they, everyone charges 50 to 55% or more. I know some wholesalers that charge 65%. Me for the too. Privilege of stocking your yep. book. Yeah, me too. So, I've, I, it's common. It's becoming more common over the sixty percent. It is. This is not money that is your money that they are taking from you. This is their money that you owe them. I'm sorry, but if you're going to have your book on someone's shelf in a warehouse and they're going to be paying employees and they're going to be shipping the books out at their own expense and they're going to be buying your book from you so they can turn around and give it to their customers, that's their money that we owe them. And we need, as publishers, to pay attention to whether or not we can afford Amazon distribution. If you don't make, I'd say that if you had a sixteen ninety nine paperback, you should be making approximately anywhere from $1.30 to $1.50 net after printing and sales and distribution and marketing dollars. Mm. And if you're not if you're not making a dollar thirty on a sixteen ninety nine paperback, let's take a look at your plans. And if you're making a lot more than that, please do not come and complain to Judith and I about how much money you're spending because you're making more than Random House does on their books. Exactly. That, making, Amy, that's yeah. so important to understand that because when I walk them through the crunching of okay, so you've got your fifteen dollar book. Um, on and that you've got it with Random House, as you mentioned. Let's just, we'll pick on Random or Penguin or whoever we want to pick on today. And, and that they are paying you a fabulous royalty that could range from, say, 7 to 10%. I mean, I, I don't even know what the current, if, if I was to sign a contract today, the range is. Maybe you might know what it is, but 7 to 10% is pretty common. Um, in yes. the paper, it could be six to nine percent actually, but seven to ten percent. I'm going to be generous, and I always like to use ten percent because it's so much easier to multiply ones and o's. But let's say you really <laughs> have a buku deal, and it's ten percent that your book at fifteen dollars. They are paying net. They are paying your royalty on net, 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 and net is you start with that. Let's say it's what, what if they did sixty percent? What if all of a sudden it was sixty percent with whoever they are um, uh, pushing their their books out to? Well, sixty percent discount or forty percent to the publisher that leaves four dollars. They are going to pay you ten percent of four dollars. That is a kissing forty cents people 40 cents so amy's saying that if you get a dollar 35 to a dollar 65 you are doing leapfrogs over what the big boys get did i sum that up amy beautifully beautifully i, I love it when people listen and actual yeah no 
I am, um, and one of the things that the author you and Book Shepherd clients have, they're very good at, is they are business people. And so I just ask everyone who's listening to remember that, that, you know, you are business owners. And so you asked Judith at the, at the top of the hour, what do people need to do before they even get their book printed or they decide how they're going to get on Amazon? And, and so I, I beg of you, sit down with a calculator, uh, ruled pen and paper, and, and start crunching the numbers and make sure that, that all of those make sense to you and that you thoroughly understand what you're signing up for before you hit the print button for print on demand or before you send that deposit into your offset printer. And that's critical. I mean, everyone, please get that. That, that Amy and I screech it. I, I, I think you and I are the only two people that are so consistent and blatant, really blatant and in authors' faces, that you must take off your CWO hat when this book is done and even really better um, and when and you switch CWO? from the chief, CWO is the chief writing officer, and you are now ah. the CMO, and you are the chief marketing officer. Period. Dot. Dash. No exceptions. So, that's just my two bits. <laughs> Good. Well, and I, you know I agree with you. So it's lovely to start the uh, the hour out agreeing with each other. So that's the first thing I would do. I would I would take a look at the numbers. The second thing I would do is I would pay if you if, even while you were writing, I know you've paid close attention to who your readership is and who your market is. Well, now it's time to make sure that you are sending your book out to the places where those people shop. Are they live are they avid readers who are library members? Are they more Amazon people? Like a lot of your people, Judith, they go to conferences. Yes. You've got a lot of authors I know that you work with whose, whose main focus is conferences and back-of-the-room sales and, and corporate sales to organizations, associations, and companies. Where are you going to start your focus? Because mm-hmm. Amazon.com can actually help with that. If you are driving sales from the back of the room, that, that doesn't mean that your book isn't going to end up on somebody's desk or somebody's coffee table, and other people won't see it, and they're going to want a copy. So once you know who your readers are and you start marketing to them, make sure that your Amazon page is as beautifully fleshed out as possible. So why don't we start by talking about the benefits of Amazon Author Central and the things that you can do by actively managing your Author Central page. And Judith, I know you have a beautiful Author Central page. I've actually used it in conferences as an example of how an Author Central page should look. And for those of you who are at all interested in taking a look, if you go to Amazon.com and you look up Judith Bryles, Dr. Judith Bryles or Judith Bryles, and you click on her name, it will take you to her author page. And you will see her picture. You will see actual thumbnails of all of the different books that she's published over the years. Now, she's only 28, but she's published a lot of books, a lot of books. <laughs> and, hey, hey, you know, Amy, I'd love to, maybe someday I'll, pa- uh, I'll pass my age in books number. That means I really need to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only halfway. Okay, Twitter, here we go. <laughs> no, her Twitter feed is up there, links to her blog. Um, if you would like to know more about a particular author, going to their author page is a terrific way to do it. But what it also does is it links all of her books together 
in an organic manner so that if you end up looking for snappy, sassy, uh, salty, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a book that she came out with, what was it, almost two years ago now, correct? Uh, snappy, sassy, salty is, is it, yeah, I guess it is two years. It's hard to believe. Yeah. yeah it's well, hard I to believe, book, yeah. yeah. You've, you've done a lot since then, but let's say that's a book that I'm looking for. All of a sudden, if I'm looking for that book, all of her other books will start showing up both on that page and in the search engine. Keep in mind, guys, Amazon is a huge search engine. So what you'll have is, yes, the benefits of the Author Central page, but you'll also have the benefits of all of the little computer bots and logarithms working together to suggest your other book to people who are looking for your book. And if, if somebody has bought a book by, let's say, Joel Friedlander, and and Joel and Judith have done a lot of joint things together. That you can put his name and and those blogs or those material. Like Judith, I know that you're a featured writer on mm-hmm. on a very popular blog that he runs. Mm-hmm. That can actually show up on your author central page, and then all of a sudden, Joel's followers and people who are fans of Joel they're going to start seeing, when they go to Amazon, they're going to start seeing you and your book because your Author Central page has linked you and Joel together. And, and, and I so, yeah, yeah, that's critical. So let's, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back to linking and the power of the link because most authors, I don't think, really get that. So this is Judith Bryles. With me is Amy Collins today. We're talking about the ins and outs of Amazon as well as the ins and outs of your author success. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Give your book the best shot at getting buzz before it's even released. JKS Communications has been leading the book publicity industry for more than a decade. From producing some of the earliest book trailers to recently creating what Shelf Awareness calls the world's longest book tour, our team of publicists work tirelessly smart and with the goal of getting you the best attention possible. Our family of publicists come from journalism and publishing backgrounds with great experience and a passion for books. And our family of authors all across the globe are supportive of one another. We read your book and talk to you to understand your goals and lifestyle before sending you a proposal. We only represent books and authors that we believe in. Let's get going. Go online at jkscommunications.com. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. 
Through AuthorUse Extensive Network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at authoru.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Amazon, the power of Amazon, and a lot of that power is really, and this is where authors don't get the home run. In fact, sometimes they strike out, is they don't use um, all the gizmos and gadgets that are within the Author Central uh, feature. Uh, and, and and for me, as, as soon as I, I tell have an author get their book up, your next assignment is... Before you are done, you can't shut down. You have to go up and start the author central process and get that set up because they're going to be our ability to sometimes communicate very quickly when we need to. And one of the other sides of that is if you are going to do any kind of a bestseller type of launch, an aggressive book sale feature where you're going to be blasting and shouting out the world, you need to have that author central set up so you can have them become your ally to support you. Um, as you as you get ready for the shout out to the world, so Amy and I are talking about linking and the power of the link within the author central. So Amy, let's go back to that. Yes, uh, that linking on blogs and linking with tweets, but also linking with authors. If you have co-authored a paper or co-authored a, a blog or guest posted you can actually use the power of keywords to, and I was using the example of other best-selling authors in your genre, Judith, but 
You mm-hmm. can use the power of keywords through your Amazon author page to link your name and their name together. Now, be legitimate about this. As much as I would love to, um, you know, link my name to, oh, I don't know, you know, Julia Roberts, uh, that's, that's not legitimate, and <laughs> nor is it funny. Um, but, but, you know, so, so use some integrity, be legitimate, because Amazon will step in. Judith, you had more. You had a, a recent experience um, that highlights another benefit of Author Central. When you have a problem, or when you'd like to mm-hmm. make a change on a page, and you are not sure how to go about it, what is? Have you been able to get a hold of anyone on Amazon? Just like Amazon, um, Amazon Advantage, or I mean, it's it's almost impossible to reach it, it an Amazon is. employee. Yeah, there's no question, and also that when you go through, like, and I do contact through the Advantage account, and sometimes, you know, because I'm saying you need to stock up, I'm going to be doing this, blah, 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 and and usually they respond back, and, and I just tell them how many books via I want email. to order. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's all via email. With Author Central, here, it, it is the secret sauce. When I discovered this several years ago, they call back, like, in five seconds. It's it's just the cat's meow. And they they are um, they communicate extraordinarily well, and they will say, well, let's see what we can do. I mean, they want to make it work for you, and and they'll stay with you. I mean, it's not a thirty second phone call. If if they need to be with you for thirty minutes, they'll do it, Amy. Which I think is a fabulous resource. Yes, well, and I've had the exact same experience. I. I put uh, one of my newer books up last November or December, and for reasons that defy logic, despite the fact that I chose the right category, it was a Create Space and an Ingram Spark combo, and despite the fact that I chose the correct category on Create Space, reference, and uh, and a how-to, my book showed up as Health and Diet. Now, it's a how-to book for people who want to get into self-publishing, and somehow it was ending up as a health and diet book on Amazon. And I couldn't get it changed for love nor money. I clicked all the right buttons. I, I turned around three times. I sacrificed the chicken to the sun god. I did everything. <laughs> Nothing was working. <laughs> One phone call. I went to Amazon Central. I clicked on the I really need to talk to you button. They called me within seconds because they call you. Mm-hmm. And my category was fixed within 20 minutes. I mean, it took mm-hmm. four minutes on the phone, but within 20 minutes it was properly categorized on Amazon. That's what I love. That's one of the many things I love about Author Central. They like mm-hmm. their authors, and they do everything they can to work with us. Yeah, there's no question about that. And so Author Central is a must-have. And, you know, we'll come over and and and, and shake you to, to, to make sure that you don't forget about it. And it's not something that you should just... Uh, create and then forget about. You should go back and revisit it. And and Amazon Author Central will ask you if you have other books. That it it'll do a little search and they'll it'll say you know is this book yours and you and you say by golly it is and they confirm it verify and bang it you have that automatic linking so it's this and is just part Judith, of homework. I re- I remember uh, not too many months ago you and I were on your Author Central account together. And we found that somebody else had claimed some of your books. That there yeah. were people, yeah. because, and th- that happens a lot on Amazon. And because you were on Author Central and you were able to show that was your name on the cover, you were able to claim those books and get those other people to unclaim them. And that was a, a pretty seamless process. But I remember you were quite surprised. 
find yes, out that so you never know. Donna you know, you never know. You need to check book. it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so Author Central is a must-have. And what other gizmos and gadgets should people uh, remember about that they should maybe uh, go in and post? Because it really, in effect, Author Central becomes a an alter ego to your actually to your blog in a lot of cases because it can carry a lot of right. the stuff. Once your Author Central page is fully fleshed out, grab the URL. Um, now, Judith, you and I both have claimed our names because you can actually, you know, authorcentral.com slash Judith Bryles or slash Amy Collins. You can actually mm-hmm. claim your username. And once everything is fleshed out, I make sure that a few times a week I go into the Amazon.com discussion groups and I join in on discussions on topics that have something to do with my book. And there's a lot of authors on Amazon.com discussing marketing. There's a lot of authors on Amazon.com discussing the industry. If you're a fiction author listening to this radio program right now, there is a boatload of discussions. I don't care what your topic is, what your genre of fiction is. There are discussions going on about your genre. People are asking for suggestions, especially especially if they're parents. People are always asking for advice. So going into these discussion groups and participating, not pushing. I do not walk into a room, whether it's online or in person, throw my arms wide like Liza Minnelli and say, I'm here, I have a fabulous book, and all must worship me. That's not my attitude. Whether it's in person or online, I walk into a room and I try to see if I can participate in the conversation, if I can be of help. And But I sign each of my discussions with my name and with my link to my Amazon author page. Because if I've been helpful, people are going to click on that link and, they, mm-hmm. and they're going to find out more about me. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of attraction, not promotion, guys. You want to attract people to you. You do not want to be seen as a pushy broad, although I am a pushy broad. There is no one who denies that. You don't want to be seen as a pushy broad. You want to attract, not promote in these discussion groups, and that's what it's all about. And it's a great way to draw more attention to yourself and to your book with a very little time investment. And 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 that's just critical to uh, you know authors don't get that. It's someone asked me when I was um, talking about some marketing strategies over the weekend that well, what about all these people that shout out buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me? And I said, well, that's a taboo. You don't need to do that unless you have put out a thing saying I'm launching this, I'm doing this, and you this short window where and I have actually forewarned. Uh, a lot of my followers, and I'll I'll just say during this special day, I'm going to be doing you know recommending this book. It's their launch, so you'll see more tweets, for example, with that. Okay, so you forewarned them. That's okay, and I mean rarely even do I do it for myself. I'm usually doing that for other authors, but that you have to. It's it's as with social media content with other posting, it's got to have far more. Uh, saying, sharing information, giving content out, being really helpful, being, oh my gosh, social, um, versus saying, you know, I'm the best thing that ever came along, and, and if you don't all buy my my book, my fill in the blank, you will die or something. You've got to really give, 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 if you expect to get at some point. And that's really what Amy's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because attract it, attention. It, it's a truism yeah. in everything that that by giving you do receive far more back. Yeah, and, 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 and the thing is you do link 
to you always want to give them a referral that comes back to you um, with that. And that includes also with anything that you're doing, because we're talking just general marketing here, that uh, that I, I used to say that a lot of authors would get stuck with what I call the school teacher mentality. And that really was that the mentality is surely, surely everyone will know, will notice what a great job I do. Everyone will give me the kudos I so richly deserve. And, you know, sometimes you have to come, go out and shake the tree and make them fall out on that. And, and this is really what you have to do with your, your, your book. So with Amazon, it is the gorilla out there. And that coming out and being able to, to dance with them, to pick the fruit that they have to the right fit for you as the author and your book will soar your presence, your visibility and continuous, especially, and Amy mentioned the, the fiction authors. Fiction authors always seem to think that they can't get any of the attention that they do. But when you look at the top sellers, guess what most of them are? They're fiction. Wouldn't you say that, Amy? They are. The the million, yeah, the million, there were six books that sold over a million last year. And that million copies, we're saying, that that basically, without the exception one, they were all fiction-related books. And those authors have been, their moxie has so expanded in how they support their book and get out there and movement. So... You know, so Fox or CNN doesn't call you to, you know, to have you featured. The Internet is waiting for you. The Internet is your town hall for your presence and your marketing. And Author Central is one of those big windows. If you're not taking advantage of all the gizmos and gadgets there, you need to really block out a couple of hours of time. Sometime this week, block it out and just explore it. Just explore it. And, and you push every button to see what it does. You know, that would be my recommendation. And when you're done there, we should wander over to goodreads.com and start pushing those buttons. And I really oh. would love to talk to you and your listeners about that. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to come back to Goodreads. And, and why do you want to be on Goodreads? I'm just going to tease you. If you want your books into libraries, when I interviewed, we had a guest on our show last year, the president of one of the library, big state library associations. She said it's the number one place they go to read reviews of customers. Goodreads, actually not Amazon, but Amy and I have a twist for that. So we'll be right back. It's Judith Riles, author you, your guide to book publishing. And we are working. Our goal today is to make you more successful with what you do with Amazon to sell lots of books. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with Print On Demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing 
ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 3226 1106Design. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Goodreads. Is it a good read? Well, it depends how you use it, what you know about it. And you know, a lot of people really don't understand what Goodreads is and what it isn't. So, Amy, let's dive into that because we, we're, you know, we've we're got our accounts set up on Amazon. We were now using the Author Central. Now we're going to kind of cross the bridge into Goodreads, which is, as you and I both know, is actually owned by Amazon, but Goodreads wants to have its own branding. Yes, yeah. Goodreads.com was set up to be a peer-to-peer, reader-to-reader review and suggestion site. It was a great way for people who both knew each other in person and knew each other just online to be able to suggest books. 
their groups. There's certain people you can follow, you can be followed, you can join different groups online and in Goodreads. And Goodreads was purchased by Amazon.com and has been by owned has been owned by them mm-hmm. for a long time. Goodreads and Amazon, however, they keep their branding very separate. Goodreads would like to still be known as a completely independent, peer-to-peer, reader-to-reader recommendation site, which is nice, but it's not exactly accurate. It, it, it offers a great deal of marketing services now, and there are connections to Amazon that you can, as an author and as a publisher, once you take off that writer's hat and put on your marketing hat and your, your publisher and sales department manager hat, you can actually use a number of things on Goodreads to affect your sales and your traffic on Amazon because they are connected with a lot of backroom computer connections and logarithms. But to start with, I'd like to discuss, or I'd like to at least throw out there, the Goodreads Reader Giveaway Program. I'd like to start by being somewhat less popular than I, than, and, and be a little controversial and I will tell you that my experience and the experience of most of my author clients is when they give away books on Goodreads, it does not turn into anything. And, and it rarely even turns into as many reviews as they were hoping for. I, and, and you I know, Andy, you to- I had the whole thing. Exactly. I'm going to go I'm going to be a ditto head here. Um, it has been at least this last year that I would say it's a bomb. Um, and it has not. They've given away a lot of books, and they just haven't seen any results from it. Nominal. I have, and I have a lot of clients who have done it over the years. And I'm, I am, not exaggerating when I tell you that not one of them, in the last year or even two, has seen a return on the investment that made it worth it. Goodreads has some great programs. That is not one of them. So if I can be of service. We were talking earlier about wanting to be of service. I am begging you to stay away from the Goodreads giveaway program. Instead, become a member of Goodreads and participate. As an author, you can also have an author page on Goodreads. Your book can have a page, and you can have a page. Two different pages. Make sure that your book page on Amazon looks gorgeous. You can claim that book as an author, and you can fluff it up a bit. There's a lot that goes on on Goodreads. And they, just like Amazon, they're hard to reach on the phone. They're hard to, to, you know, to get a hold of in person. But if you are not computer savvy, call your local high school kid, you know, call a (laughs) VA. There's people who, now I know Judith Hughes, Kelly, there's a lot of great people who can participate and, and do this for you. But I would want my book page to have the cover. I would want a bunch of reviews on my book page. And here's the thing, guys. Your Amazon reviews show up on Goodreads. If you have 120 Amazon reviews, those reviews show up on Goodreads. If you get 47 Goodreads reviews independent of Amazon, they poured over to Amazon, and all of a sudden you had 111 Amazon reviews and 47 Goodreads reviews, you suddenly have 158 reviews on both sites. You like how I did the math there, Judith? I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, I'm very, I'm very happy. impressed, and, and and which is, you know, the happy dance because last week, Amy, we talked about the incredible value of getting a hundred reviews. So what you're saying is that when you've got it, that this is the time when Amazon and Goodreads play nice together, is that that the Amazon will automatically connect over to that Goodreads and dump in the reviews that you've got. 
Yes. Is that, that's her degree? Yes. And your Goodreads page is a wonderful way to link your book to best-selling books. If you are a Goodreads member and you have written a memoir, a uh, let's say a fictionalized memoir, a, you know, carefully, um, carefully hidden, we call it fiction, memoir about your time in Japan, then perhaps you want to also read and review Memoirs of a Geisha. Perhaps your mother wants to do the same thing. Perhaps the New York Times bestseller Shanghai Girls. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you go on Goodreads and you, you review your book, you review Shanghai Girls, you review Memoirs of a Geisha, and all of a sudden, according to Goodreads, Readers who read Memoirs of a Geisha also enjoyed your book. You do that. A couple of your contemporaries do that. This is not trickery. Be honest. Did you enjoy Memoirs of a Geisha? Did you enjoy Shanghai Girl? Did you enjoy your sister's book, you know, the the, the fictionalized book about her time in in Japan? You're telling the truth. We would never, ever, I I refuse to ever say that, that you're not making any of this up, but you're being smart about how you're using your reviews to link your book to other best-selling books. And over time, if your book becomes connected to best-selling books and more and more people see your book and their book, they're going to click on your book. They're going to click on Memoirs of a Geisha and and the snowball effect. Eventually, the snowball becomes an avalanche. It starts taking on a life of its own. But you have to get the snowball started, and the way to do that is on Goodreads. Also, you can go back to Amazon and do it with wish lists. We talked about this in the past, Judith, that using wish lists on Amazon to connect your book with other best-selling books in your genre and then going to Goodreads and doing it there, having you and several of the people that you work with buy your book with these best-selling books, all of this comes together to start the snowball. It starts the snowball downhill. That's all you have to do to start it. Yeah, let's let's talk about this. I mean, I love I love I love the vision of books turning into snowballs. I think everyone should um, on that. And that since I live in Colorado, I think we're done with most of our snow. Although I have to tell you, Amy, we're supposed to have maybe three more days next week. I'm going. Oh, I'm so done with this. Um, that if you have. And let's really go back to the wish list on Amazon and remind people. Most people don't think about using that and, and how to do that. So one of the things I, you know, I, I think I heard you say very clearly is on your wish list, put your own book title. Is that correct? Are we still standing on that one? Absolutely. And you put it first because the first title on the wish list is the one that gets pictured when people look at it. And not only you create a wish list with your book and Memoirs of Geisha and Shanghai Girls, but you ask your mother and your sister and your boyfriend to do the same thing. All right. So it's a strategy. And you get, yeah. yes, you get several people to link your book with the same best-selling book because you need to get the snowball started. If you link your book with three New York Times bestsellers and your mother links it with another different set, of three mm-hmm. New York Times bestsellers. And then your boyfriend links it with yet another different set of New York Times bestsellers. The snowball never gets compacted into a snowball, and it certainly doesn't start rolling downhill. It's just a whole bunch of small little clumps of snow that are all in different groups. You have to be somewhat strategic about it. And then you go to Goodreads and you do the same thing. 
And so on the Goodreads, is it called, do they have the wish list or do they have something else they call? It's a different, what you do is when you click on a book, you either write a review of it or you simply click that you like the book and Mm -hmm. then you like the other book. So what happens is, is that eventually on every page, you will see to the right of the book a small segment that said readers who liked this book also enjoyed. And that's how that works. So you mm-hmm. can either rate the yep. book. Go ahead. Yep. I mean, Amazon has always been good about that. And people just don't realize that because they don't use Goodreads to the level um, as they, they think Amazon is the only player and they're making a big mistake. Yeah. And, and they really are because Amazon is the biggest player, but there's a lot of ways to skin this cat, a lot of ways in. Now, they also own Shelfari. Shelfari has now been mm-hmm. being folded into Goodreads, but a lot of you may may remember Shelfari. And when you, you know, for a long time, Shelfari was a competitor. Well, they were purchased by Amazon.com and got folded into Goodreads. So there's, and pay attention, you know, you can, with a simple Google search or paying attention to what Judith tells you, Amazon is buying new companies all the time, all the time. And so pay attention to the companies that they're buying and see if you can participate because they all get linked together eventually in all the the backroom computers. So, you know, some of the things we're doing, literally, it is, does it take some time? Yes, it does. But so how much time should it take? Well, remember, you become the CMO, the chief marketing officer. So if you're only going to spend five minutes once a week, I'm going to, Amy and I are both going to tell you that's an OO. And the odds of you selling a gazillion books become really remote. Now, if you hire someone full time that takes over or something else that's going to take over to compete that from prilling, we'll modify what we think. But in most cases, most authors are really the major game player here. They're the ones that are going to be doing anything. And I think what you really have to do is do a priority issue. So how you know, what do you want to do? If your goal is to sell a bunch of books, is your goal is to really nail down your expertise and, and move you out for the visibility and, for example, conferences and things like that, which is where I sold my gazillion books, was really, I'm a huge believer in face-to-face. I have always believed in that connecting and face-to-face and people want to take a little bit of you home. And how can they do that with your book? And that's how I did it. Um, for years and years and years and years and that when you decide to do that that means you're going to have to focus your time and I you know I'm really this this how to market yourself in five minutes a day you know what it's probably written by someone who's trying to make a zillion dollars on how to market themselves in five minutes a day and they really don't do that they spend all day selling their program how to market their book or their itself or their expertise in five minutes a day what you've got to do is really sit down and prioritize if your game plan is to sell books you've got to knock out some really legitimate time to really focus and support that and you learn the things that Amy and I are talking about so Shelfari and and Goodreads have got the merge going on terrific that makes it easier for you and really focus on and I I think that people who still are you know kind of spitting on Amazon that it's 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 you know I don't want to play with that way I just don't want to go that way you need to I'm going to go back over it get over it 
because Amazon is your ally here. And with that, let's take one more break and we'll come back and Amy and I will give some final thoughts and some strategies on how you can be a leapfrogging success in your book marketing. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. 
if you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Goodreads. Amy Collins is with us of NewShelves.com. And Amy, what other things should we know about Goodreads before we leap into to another topic? That while the giveaway program, which you and I both have had experiences, is, yeah. has become disappointing, mm-hmm. getting reviews on Goodreads is a wonderful use of your time. Reaching mm-hmm. out to reviewers on Amazon and on Goodreads Every day, a few minutes a day. My, you know, Judith. I talk about. It. I talk about the, you know, the the take two or the do two. Just do two things a day. If you cannot handle the idea of marketing for five hours a day, okay, I don't love it, but at least do a couple of things a day. And two of the things that you can do every day is reach out to a few Amazon reviewers and a few Goodreads reviewers. Goodreads reviewers who are reviewing best-selling books like yours. Reaching out mm-hmm. to them, nine times out of ten, their email's right there on their profile, sending them an email, telling them a little bit about your book, saying that you noticed that they have reviewed a book like yours, and would they be interested in reviewing your book? Reaching out to people, because word of mouth, start, back. I don't care if it's 1800s, 1900s, or today, word of mouth is how people hear about books, and it's how people buy books and decide what new books they're going to read. Word of mouth has not become less important in this Internet age. It's become more important because word of mouth now happens through our fingers on our keyboards. And having people review and recommend your book, even if you don't know them, is the number one way that your book is going to grow. And, Judith, I love what you said before the break about promoting your book. This is a business. Mark Twain printed his own books and went around the country creating, booking his own speaking events and standing on stages that he paid to stand on. Mm-hmm. Mark Twain, who's one of the, the most celebrated authors of our time, self-published his books and promoted them himself every day. It was, and lots of times he had to go darn broke and, and declare bankruptcy to do it. But if Mark Twain has to do it, so do you. Mm-hmm. None of us, none of the people within the sound of my voice have the luxury of waiting to see if their book is going to take off on its own. That just doesn't happen. Your book doesn't deserve it, and it has never happened in the history of books. No book has accidentally taken off on its own. Every overnight sensation is the result of months and sometimes years of hard work. And if you're not ready to, to join that community... Then, then enjoy your book, enjoy the process of writing the book, but it's not going to become the bestseller you're looking for. You know, Amy, when you just said that, it what, triggered a thought years and years ago when I was featured in People Magazine on one of my books, four pages, four pages in People Magazine is a lot of coverage. And I got a call from one of the top speaking bureaus and said, oh, Judith, I see that you're finally an overnight success. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, years, the sweat, the toil of going in. And by the way, for all your listeners, how did that happen? 
I learned how to pitch myself. I pitched that story. It didn't come from the publisher that I was. I was with the New York publisher at the time. It did not come from that. All the publicity that came from that book, which was called Woman to Woman from Sabotage to Support, came from the energy and efforts that I did. And I took it on, not even knowing any of this stuff. I, I didn't have a mentor out here. I just I just stumbled. I stumbled through it, made a lot of mistakes, and I got on the phone and I pitched. And I did that. And I didn't spend five minutes a day. I spent several hours a day because I had to support my baby because no one else mm-hmm. was going to. And you know that Amy, that was in nineteen eighty seven when I did that. And that it has not changed. Any you know, here we are down here almost thirty years later, it has not changed at all. You still have to get out there and support your book. And even more so the time when I was with a New York publisher that, and before in 2000, when I decided enough, I'm just going to create my own publishing company and take care or take over all this stuff is that, that you've got so many other tools to do all this that I just didn't have. They, they weren't even available. I mean, there wasn't the internet, there wasn't Amazon. Where were you that you could have taken over? Um, and so you're, you're just huge changes. You can be successful. Almost any book, I think that with some TLC has the ability to be a really successful, but it's going to be tr- truly the driving force of using Amazon. It's going to be using the tools of Author Central. It's going to be using the tools of what Amy's talking about with Goodreads and other tools that are out here. You can't use them all, but boy, there's some critical ones, which is what we're talking about you need to be using. so And the most critical is going after reviews and recommendations and asking for them. And if you're too shy or if you don't have the time, then find someone who can do it for you. Absolutely. Find someone who can do it for you. There's lots of people you can pay who are firm, yes. who would love, love to take your couple bucks an hour to go out and ask for people to review your book. Yes. And, and so let me just, Amy just said something that was very critical. You have to ask for them and you, and I'm going to add, and you're going to most likely going to have to re-ask and re-ask. So one of the things I'm going to suggest to you that wherever you are, start carrying a clipboard around with you and, you know, have a picture of, of the current book that you're, you know, shouting out about with, with maybe you holding it or just something cover um, here and just get your, the names and email and start getting them every book that you give out for review every place where you send it. You have that name in your email, and guess what? You're going to follow up in a, within, in a week, and you're going to thank them. You're honored for them considering doing a review for your book. You're going to give them the link to Amazon. You'll give them a link. Now I'm going to suggest you link to your book on Goodreads and ask them if they would post one and then, you know, or choose their, choose their party plate here that they want to go to and bring it over. Now, Amy, let me ask you this. If it's posted on Goodreads, it doesn't show, does it show up? Do they cross over into Amazon or is it just Amazon goes to Goodreads? They cross back and forth between each they other. They both do. So it's a two. It's a now, two-way tunnel. Now it doesn't happen that day. It's not instantaneous. Yes. It is a two-way street, and it, it takes a bit of time, but it does happen. And if your Kindle book and paper book are not connected, go to Author Central and ask them to connect the two because reviews on Kindle do show up on the paperback version as well. That that flows back and forth equally. 
So the, and and that's critical with Author Central. So Amy, before you know we do a wrap up here, I would love to have you make some comments. What happens when you get the a ding or someone doesn't love you, and they it, what should what should an author do Bes- besides do not take on and start? You're going to have a pissing contest with the writer of it. I'm going to tell you not to do that. There's two different types of negative or ding reviews. There's the one that's perfectly fair, and it's their opinion. You may not agree with it, but they clearly read enough of your book and and didn't dig it and decided to say something that's their honest opinion on your page. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's one. The other one is the unfair ding. Clearly, it's a, and I've seen this happen a lot, a competitor of yours writes a particularly nasty and unfair review or as happened to me uh, when my book came out in November, somebody can actually ask for money in exchange for not posting a negative review. And if you don't, oh yes, capitulate. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember if you that. Don't capitulate, you actually get a negative review on your page. So let's start with the fair but unpleasant review. It's a three-step process on how to deal with it. Step one: read the review. Step two: never read the review again. Step three. Never read the review again. That's all you have to do. You just need to ignore it. What I want you to do instead is double your efforts going after reviews from people because eventually that negative review will sink down to the bottom of the list. Exactly. And, and you know, you may have someone who maybe just doesn't like you. Or let me throw something else in the pot. They could be envious. And I have seen that happen. And a lot of times, a lot of criticism can come from people who are envious because they didn't do what you boldly and bravely with panache did. So do do understand that. Um, and I, you know, I here's another thing that happened. Guy Kawasaki got hit for some negative reviews on stuff, and it turned out that that this person actually looked at the sample, the search inside, and he did a review on that. And I'm going really. So Guy reached out to a few of his colleagues and said, you know, this is really bothering me. Would you, would you mind taking a look at this and maybe making a comment? And several of us did in support of him and his book, Ape, um, to, to do that. So, let you know, don't you be the person who's going to throw back the, the, the deal. And Amy's right, ignore it. But what he did, because it so bugged him, he reached out to people like myself saying, would, you know, you've got the book, you've recommended it, you brought me in, blah, blah, blah. Would you be comfortable making a comment? Which I did. The other thing is I remember from my book, Author You, which is really a workbook. It's a workbook on building your platform. So guess what? In a workbook, you see lines in it. And I, I'm quirky. I, I, you know, I have cartoons and illustrations and stuff. And so this reviewer went up and he says, boy, is this a disappointment? There's blank, pay, you know, there's blank spaces. There's lines in here. And what is this with some of these cartoons? Obviously, it wasn't a fit for him for whatever. But I actually, you know, what Amy said, ignored, ignored. I actually said, thank you for your comments. And, you know, and I even offered him, if you'd like to send me your receipt, I'd be more than glad to refund your money. Never heard from the person again. But that was just my, my two bits. Amy probably will slap me down for doing that. So, all right. So Amy, we've got like 30 seconds here. Anyone last minute tidbit you'd like to leave? Just that, again, it's always a pleasure talking to you and and to your listeners and to take a few minutes every day 
to reach out for reviewers, take a few more minutes every day, participate in discussion groups online, and the most important thing is constantly checking your pages, your book page, your author pages, your membership pages, and making sure that there aren't any new opportunities you're not taking advantage of because everything changes. There's always new opportunities and new programs that they're offering, and you don't want to assume that you know everything that's out there. You want to be checking on a regular basis. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Amy Collins of NewShelves.com. You can follow Amy at uh, on Twitter at NewShelves. And, and I would recommend, you know, there, come to the extravaganza, the author extravaganza in September, in September, uh, 15th through 17th. Amy will be speaking on all things Amazon. And information will be up here in another week on the authoru.org website. This is Judith Bryles. It's AuthorU, um, your guide to book publishing. You keep on writing, publishing, and think marketing. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go, and Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, brought to you by AuthorU and The Book Shepherd, Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network.